evening, heathens and heretics. Welcome to another In the Abyss review. Um, September's been a bit of a monster so far. Uh, and as we're still not done, this Friday, the new Code Orange, the above, dropped. So um, as the Voice of Reasons made the odd sweeping statement about this band in the past, not necessarily on here, I don't think, but there's been the odd comment. We thought it was probably best to give this one a bit of a once-over. Um, I think it's, it's, it's worth having a look at. So, look. I mean, Code Orange is a band. First couple of albums, I suppose, they were probably more of a hardcore band than they were anything else, weren't they? I think it's fair to say. Before yeah. they kind of evolved into this industrial tinged, I won't say the N-word yet. I know that bring that up a little <laughs> bit. Um, but, you know, they were they, they were sort of brutally heavy, weren't they? And there was, like I said, it was hardcore, but you, now you've got those sort of touches of ministry and white zombie and there's goth and there's industrial and there's all sorts gone in. So... The last album underneath, or the last proper album underneath, um, was a real sort of mismatch of stuff. So let's start with that, because you're a big fan of that album, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's interesting, because as you said, those first couple of albums, effectively hardcore albums, but the second one, Forever, was this real slice of dense, you know, yeah. borderline industrial kind of very harsh sounding, you say, dark cathartic album but it was yeah fu fundamentally still hardcore and with underneath yeah they they pushed all sorts of boundaries mm. um all sorts of things going on really dynamic really cathartic but really pushing and pulling and twisting and turning all those all of those sort of 90s influences we we, we mentioned and i said um I, I think that that was my favorite album of that of 2020 which considering i was a bit distracted and didn't actually listen to a great deal of new music you know, maybe it's a bit, that's an unfair sort of judgment to make, but it's still a tremendous album. And I also say it's probably the best new metal album in 20 years. There's that sweeping statement I was talking about. <laughs> I know. I think the sound of it, how it approached dynamics, how it approached rhythms and groove and, and catharsis, for me, it's a new metal album. But you know, time and time again, I've seen plenty of, good justification of why new metal could have been uh, you know regarded as one of the great um, musical subgenres if it wasn't for a lot of the nonsense that came with it but i won't go i won't go there i think absolutely fine it was a great rock album it was a bloody great new metal album and it was one of the best albums of the year and of course i was very hopeful for this as a result i also i'm, I'm a memorable of that particular album because that album dropped the friday before we all went on to, into lockdown Fuck. <laughs> um, I remember that because if that was a Friday and that was a Friday, we had to do certain things anticipating um, at work that the ship was about to hit the fan. And I made a bit of a pig's ear of aspects of it. So it wasn't a good day for me. And that album helped on that particular <laughs> weekend. Yeah, um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Good, good memories in that regard. But yeah, um, I, I am looking forward to this album. Or I have been anyway. All right. So. It's called The Above then. So there's the first couple of songs they dropped. Um, you've, you've got a, a guest vocalist in there as well on track three, Take Shape, which we'll talk about no doubt in a minute. Um, I think I'm not as big a Code Orange fan as you. I really enjoyed Underneath, but you know, I've never been sort of blown away by them. Um, so I was sort of interested to see where, where they were going to go with this. And my first impressions, it's very 
and we're gonna there's there's gonna be some buzzwords and buzz terms throughout the next half an hour, but alternative and yeah, new metal. It's it, those two things are definitely in there. But what are your first impressions on it? My my first impressions is that it's very there's a lot of juxtaposition between tracks that are I think fundamentally nineties rock, alternative nineties yeah. rock. Um there's that real real chorus heavy groovy sort of moody melody kind of feel but catchy and it's offset by i suppose the kind of stuff that they did very well on the previous album um and it sits a little bit off kilter as a result because i'm thinking what does this album want to be and that's still my thoughts after a few listens it's a bit of an uncertain album overall in what it, what they're trying to do and what direction they want to go. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I mean, like I said at the top, alternative is is definitely that that nineties sort of. Alternative. If you think of bands like even bands like Filter, you know, to the mm, other end okay. of the spectrum. If you're gonna, we're gonna talk about Ministry and White Zombie and all that kind of thing in the nineties. Filter were that more sort of polished, that polished take on in inverted commas industrial, but. I, I do get a bit of that. It feels like they're. This is their attempt to push to the next level commercially, a bit more into the mainstream. You know, don't get me wrong. There's there's some fucking hooks on this album that you can imagine on, you know, American radio rock and that kind of of thing. Um, look, track two was the first one that grabbed me. Theater of Cruelty starts off with like that massive, crushing industrial riff, but then it just goes like you said that awkward juxtaposition that's when it kind of first sort of kicks in for me and and that theme is it's right the way through the album but it's just got still got that dense heaviness that they're known for yeah i mean the first couple of tracks are interesting because you've got that quiet build up going on that never happens on the first track never fall apart instead you get this piano led chorus yeah um before it climaxes in, like I say, you know, the, the guitars and the shouting. It's and an odd way hit... to start an album, that, isn't it? It Something is. It's quite it's, so low-key. It's bizarre. And then, but then we launch into Theatre of Cruelty. Um, like I say, look, again, lots of stop-start, twist-turn, shouty choir, lots of dynamics. But what I get from that first, tr- that, that I suppose that first loud, proper track full is that there's not a lot of great deal going on in terms of melody. And mm. um, I'm I'm struggling to latch onto anything to the point where obviously the third track comes in, which is Take Shape, which guest yeah. stars Billy Corgan. And again, yeah. and granted, I'm familiar with this track, but it just makes it stand out so much because you've got a big hook on that chorus and you've got a big, you know, mid-paced um beat, you know, underpinning the whole thing. But I, I kind of forget what's happened before. Does that does that track remind you of little bit of nine inch nails when it starts you know stuff like closer the more kind of yeah yeah like rude say, in nine inch nail stuff it, you know it's definitely got that industrial vibe yeah. to it absolutely yeah yeah um and it's a big song it's a big fucking song it's a it's a it's a linkin park kind of chorus big anthemic again polished american radio new metal for want of another term but 
what lets it down for me, and, and this is going to be a personal thing because I can't fucking stand Smashing Pumpkins, is Corbin, <laughs> his ah. Corbin's voice. It just... Oh, right. You, I you, never mean, you may say different, but I, I can't. I just can't abide his voice. I never have liked it. I, I've never, I didn't realise that about you actually. For some reason, okay. Uh, There's been the odd moment with pumpkins over the years, but largely, I just can't get past his voice. But it's, I mean, it's interesting because I feel you got this track, which is its own thing. But I feel, you know, that '90s vibe. Some of the, the songs we're going to talk about with the choruses, it often feels like you've got. A, it feels like Helmet almost trying to cover the pumpkins in places. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it's it really does strike me like that. But yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> like I said, that's that's a very that's a very personal you know take on that. But but look, I quite like the song, and like I said, that it's a big chorus. It's really hooky. It just gets let. You know what it makes me think of? Makes me think of um, Metallica's um, "Memory Remains." You know, <laughs> live live when you've got it without Marianne Faithful. It's it's a great great song, and it's kind of that similar thing. It just got that whiny warbly noise towards the end of this, and it just lets it down. Right. Well. Fair enough, but you know, you keep your mouth fast to yourself. <laughs> um, straight after that, the mask of sanity slips. Uh, all I'm going to say on that is corn. Sounds like corn to me. Okay, that's interesting. So I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but it does. It just sounds like corn. See, for me, this this is a good. This is a blend of, I suppose, you know, the much more aggressive Code Orange, but also this more accessible Ruby Bear. They, they definitely can go down. Um, and you know, you know, before it stops later on and climaxes in this very dark, mid-paced um, groove, which is underpinned by, I suppose, you know, a horror movie piano line, um, and it's great. And it's, it's and it's a it's a little melody that's reprised on the final track, the above, which kind of acts as a summary of what's you know the entire album. Um, but yeah, so you know that, that's all right. Again, we'll, we 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 like that. So. That's good. Of course, it leads well into the next track, Mirror, which is, for want of a better word, the ballad. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not going to say power ballad. Yeah, when we were listening to this, I was listening to it with with Sarah, my wife, and um, she, first thing she piped up and said, "Oh, it feels a little bit new romantic at times." It's a gothy, little gothy undertone to it. And it's interesting because it's it's again the, the, the it's underpinned by like a trip hop beat, mm. um, so yeah, again very nineties for me. But uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's a good uh, it places well after what's coming before. And I like it. So yeah, it's it's it, it's it's decent enough. I mean, a couple of other songs just to pick out: um, a drone opting out of the hive. Some of the song titles are bizarre on this album. Um, again, this is a bit more new metal, awkward, abrasive, but this reminds me of that fucking god-awful King 810, but that same kind of thing done a lot better. Yeah, it, this is a very this is a very dynamic track. Um, but again, it's this is kind of what, what's sort of concerning me about this album at this point, especially with what I mentioned about Fierce with Cruelty, is that what they did so well underneath is they managed to combine those brutal dynamics with melody and and, and yeah. sound and it seems like so far when they've gone for the same approach on this album there's almost no melody there and what's disappointing is we get a couple of tracks later on the game and grooming my replacement which have both which have both been advanced sing singles and honestly 
those four songs between them, lots of dynamics, lots of new metal stuff and shouty, flashy stuff going on, but barely any melody. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking, considering what we're going to talk about with the rest of the album, the melodies, I'm just thinking, why are they here? Because yeah. they sit. This is what I mean by the juxtaposition. They sit. It breaks up the rest of the album, but you don't want that in certain cases. Yeah. You know, when you've got when you've got a lot going on and you want to bring things down a bit with a track like Mirror, yeah, that's what you want. But when you've got what are arguably songs, heavy songs, loud and angry and all that, but have done very well, and you're kind of breaking up with, well, shouting here and there, <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm wondering, do you want to be doing this? Because it feels much more contrived than I'd like. And compared to the other songs, it almost feels a bit forced. Yeah. Because I don't feel it's like you've you've almost that's it, just just get the heavy stuff onto the album because because that's what we do. That's what we did well last time. They don't want it's almost like they don't want that whole thing that these are our roots. We need to get some of it in there somewhere to keep certain yeah. fans happy. Is there a bit of that, do you think? I think there is an element. Well, I don't know, but it's it's a fair it's a fair point to make. And it's unnecessary because, again, you, you, they, they can do that stuff with tune, with melody. Yeah. They can yeah. prove that. And it's like they've kind of, well, we've got plenty of that already going on in the album. Let's just go a bit nuts here and there. Yeah. But it just, it feels like, like I say, it's a 14-track album. And it, I think it's too long an album, honestly. Yeah, that's the, these got, days, that's a rarity as well. And anything yeah. north of sort of 10, 11 is a real rarity these days. Exactly. And, you know, you, you know, those four tracks, I think if you keep a drone opting out of the hive because i think that's got a lot going on and so i think it deserves it, it justifies its place because it's quite you know there's a lot to latch onto there even yeah, if it lacks yeah. ability you get rid of the other three tracks you got an 11 track album which for the most part is good slash really good where clocks in 51 minutes yeah so that's that's beyond, now, beyond the, the prime territory in it yeah it, it's just it, i just feel that you know what you could have because, like I said, I think the couple of those ones, like Grooming My Replacement and uh, The Game, they're, sh they're sure. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's a bit of a weird one, but it's fine because it, it just makes me sort of realise how good the songs are, the, you know, the chorus-led songs are on the rest of the album. Yeah, I completely agree with that. The, the best moments on this are the ones with the big radio-friendly, almost radio-friendly choruses and and just, just simple hooks power calls there's, there's no nothing over complicated yeah um, that going away from the songs themselves then uh, what do you think about the production on it because at times it sounds massive yeah i mean yeah you know, the, i mean the production of the last two albums were bang on for what they were trying to do yeah. they, they've got that they, they've done that again here absolutely yeah so um but it, but, but maybe you, you think oh there's a bit too much going on and trying to make certain things clean and, and whatnot where they don't need to and you can keep a bit more of a harshness yeah perhaps but again like you said that's where that's where the whole sort of flow of the album becomes a little bit awkward um i suppose it feels quite current doesn't it yeah absolutely way alternative metals going and you even look at bands like albeit you know heavier end of the spectrum bands like lorna shore it feels of a similar approach to that they're a bit more obviously towards death metal but it's a similar kind of approach we want to have this modern take on 
what this kind of music was 20 years ago and we're going to add in all these extra bits to make it sound more interesting and feels a bit like that it's, yeah and it's interesting because the thing is i think people really don't appreciate the link between i suppose grunge slash alternative rock in the 90s and new metal yeah yeah um, they you know they were treated as very different things but you we wouldn't have had new metal if it wasn't for grunge because that angst that sort of approach to um you know rock music which was very different it, it made it possible to bring those dynamics and that that approach approaching yeah. later yeah. on and there was a clear link which i don't think has ever really been explored that much by certain bands and it's good to see that code orange are doing that but you gotta you gotta get the balance better i think um, they overthought it do you think maybe trying to do a little bit too much yeah, potentially. Um, I, I, it's it just feels like, like like you say, if, if they actually just say let's just write some songs and focus on the choruses, you've got a great you've got a great album. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? But I, and I, yeah, I because I, I, I've seen plenty of accusations of selling out already. Uh, you know, before this album came out, even with the last album, um, and I think there's, there's going to be a lot of that now anyway. But sod it, you know, do what you want. Make, make the music you want to make. Yeah, yeah fucking right. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I, but I do think if you're going to try and keep one foot in the recent past, um, you know, be, you know, be respectful of that rather yeah. than do it for what sometimes sounds like the sake of doing it. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Where do you think they're going to go from here then? Because it's one of it's going to be one of those albums that it could either it could either completely bomb or it could send them to another level because of the you know the the sort of commercial ish feel to it at times do you think they'll i mean they'll they'll undoubt do festivals next year i'd imagine don't be surprised if they're download they're even i think they're even a potential bloodstock band for me i think they they might fit that that profile that bloodstock go after the slightly more edgy modern sort of halfway up the bill kind of thing so you know they've got probably got a platform to grow off of this album and there's probably a couple of songs in this that would be singles in america and would probably do pretty well yeah look i mean this is the thing is that they, they have absolutely proven on this album that they can do what they want but they can do what they want to do going forward very well yeah. uh they can write songs they can write choruses they can be heavy they can be angry and that's fine and where this album does that it does it does it very well and I think they will continue to go up and latch onto that. Um, I, th I just feel they should embrace that fully rather than, you know, sort of potentially yeah. fear. Yeah. But the old fan base, but, you know, I, I think. Yeah, that's a good shout. So if you're going to, I mean, we don't really do this on these reviews, but if you're going to score this album out of, let's say score it out of 11, fuck 10, <laughs> score it out of 11, where'd you put it? If we're scoring it out of 11, I would probably. I'd probably say a seven. That's pretty decent. Out of eleven, though, like I say, with that extra sort of thing, I, I think. <laughs> but it's bit, because, but again, because there's enough great stuff on this album, um, you know, to justify it itself. It's just, it just it like I say. Be... It might be one of the, it might be one of those moments for them as a band where they 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 transition and the next the next album two three years time might be an absolute fucking stormer. They might yeah take what they did on underneath what they've done on this and and hone that and they could come out with 
something pretty massive in two or three years' time. Absolutely, yeah, I don't doubt that. Yeah, uh, big, big potential, and they're they're a big name now. Anyway, they've been around for quite a long time when you think about it. So let's let's see what happens. But in future, no more Billy Corgan, please, and uh, I'll um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll always take interest. So uh, there you go. That that drops this Friday. Um, I'm sure there will be there will be a lot of opinion on it anyway, and I'm quite interested to see what you know what Twitter and other social media platforms make of it, whether it will get slated or or whatever. It should be quite interesting. So um, yeah, they're, they're definitely a polarizing band, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to change at this point. <laughs> no, no. Which which is that's kind of what we're here for. The worst thing is when they're boring. You know, at, at least if they're challenging people and it's people have got opinions on it. It just makes it a lot more interesting. So let's see, let's see what happens. But um, right. Thank you for that voice of reason. Uh, we will be back this weekend on Sunday as normal with another episode. We should have the Middle East, the beauty queen back as well. Um, we think he's connected. I think he's got an aerial attached to the back of a camel somewhere and you'll get some kind of connection. So um, favorite debut albums this week, isn't it? Next one. Yeah. 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 The so, uh, it might be really predictable. It might not. Um, best way is to find out. Listen in. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, until then, we'll um, we'll leave you there. Thanks for listening. Stay metal.